This is Science Friday. I'm Ira Flato. You know the old magic trick of pulling a playing card out of thin air? Well, what if you could do that with water? Pull it out of thin air efficiently and even from dry desert air. Given the critical water shortages we're facing and threatening to get worse in our climate crisis, that would be some trick, wouldn't it? Well, a group of engineers at the University of Texas at Austin claims to be able to do that. Joining me now is Dr. Guihai Yu, Professor of Materials Science and Mechanical and Engineering at UT Austin. He works with the Texas Materials Institute and the UT Energy Institute, and his group has developed a material that can literally pull water out of air, and as I say, even from desert air. And they describe some of its performance in research published in the journal Nature Communications. Welcome to Science Friday, Dr. Yu. Thank you so much for having me, Aaron. What's that old phrase? Any significantly advanced technology is equivalent to magic? <laughs> I mean, is this magic? Tell us about this material. Oh, sure. So we actually have been working on designing these soft materials. So we call it hydrogel. So hydrogel means by scientific term, it's kind of a polymer that is highly cross-linked. So this actually magic material have two chemical ingredients. One of them is doing the function of water harvesting in terms of the hygroscopic property. Hygroscopic means you can absorb water vapor. So we have this one polymer, conjugate gun. So you can actually find them actually very commonly in kitchens, especially in Asia. So this country gun actually can be very efficient in terms of absorbing the water vapor and stored in their network. So another ingredient that we design doing also the other function is for water release. So you can imagine, right? So in our daily life, the desiccants can do the job of dehumidifying our ambient air. But really after water absorption, so it's very hard for them to release the water back to be useful. Right. So, so right. yeah, so that you typically need to pay large energy penalty, meaning that you need to heat up that desiccant to release the water. So going through this evaporation, condensation. So that's actually, you need to have ex external uh, electricity to do that. So our magic materials that has the second ingredient, we call it like a hydroxy uh, proxy or cellulose. So that HPC is actually very unique in terms of they are responsible to the thermal heat meaning that if you have a mild temperature change, for example, if you have 80 at night, and then actually when, when sun comes in to um, heat up your gel materials to about 95 Fahrenheit, so that actually temperature change will effectively release the water that you originally stored in the gel. So by like, this effective absorption and also effective water release, so we actually found this self-standing gel, they are able to collect the water on their own without any external kind of electricity needed. So you have this gel that is made out of stuff that's readily available. You can buy it in, in, in the market and it absorbs water on its own sitting there. Mm -hmm. And then if you leave it out in the sun getting warm enough, it can heat it up enough and the water comes pouring out. Is, would that be correct? Yes. Yes, exactly. Of course. That's actually, it's every day you, you can have only one cycle, right? So it's, we call it passive uh, water harvesting. But you can also do like, um, like active water harvesting. So you can actually do the multi-cycles every day. For example, these materials we design, if you kind of heat it up by some electricity, that's actually, you can actually even run about 15 to like 20 cycles per day. 
So you that effectively also can increase the water yield per day. So that we calculate that at a different relative humidity. So for example, in a desert area, that relative humidity is about 15%. So we can actually release about six liter of the water per kilogram of our materials. So to be kind of very effective to be used for like really critical like water needs. So our project is funded by Department of Defense. Really the goal is for the soldier to use in extreme kind of conditions. But of course, given this very simple way that we, we make the materials and it's also this very cost effective materials and it's the renewable cellulars. So we believe that it actually can benefit many society in the different areas in the world. So you can get six liters of water from one kilogram of your stuff in, in a desert condition. Yes. That's that's amazing. You you must be surprised yourself how well it works. Oh yes, originally we thought that if we have these kind of materials, maybe we can have the equal weight of the water that you can absorb, but like really by designing better how fast they can release water. So this is actually is you have these perfect like engineering students, they can design this material to work to, to their best. So we found that the optimum condition is these actually gel can be cycled multiple times a day. So that's really kind of boost the, the water yield per day. So you imagine then first the military and then maybe all of us buying a device that would contain this material uh, on a store shelf somewhere. Yes, that's we, we think that's definitely possible because as I mentioned, these materials actually can be made very easily. And once you have the kind of these material precursor to make these materials, so simply by mixing them together, so let them react for like about a few minutes. So they, they will be able to form these gel materials and they actually they will be able to start to collect the water. Of course, if we design a prototype device, right, with these layer of materials, we call it absorbent beds. So that will have a kind of the optimum kind of design in terms of that portability and also kind of the high yield. So that's actually can be for like a disaster relief use, but it, I imagine that in really kind of in our garage, so people buying these solutions that you can make these materials and then actually engineer them together. Then maybe it's a fun project like over the weekends and with kids to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, though, there must be some patentable or proprietary method you're using, no? Or is it not? Oh, yes. This is actually, is we have the, the patent in terms of how you can actually use these um, uh, materials, like that uh, material is actually patented. But certainly, like the, the some of these like ingredients in terms of that you can make it's really kind of easy that actually can be made by um, customers. Does it have a, a shelf life? I mean, can you, does it get used up at, at all? Or is it sort of like, I'm thinking like a, a catalyst that it doesn't, or does it, if you, if you use it too many times, well, we have to go out and buy some more. Oh, that's a great question, Zara. So we actually test it in the lab conditions over several weeks up to about a month. So these gels, films that we made and then doing this cycle, about 15 to 20 cycles per day. So after so many kind of days, uh, several weeks, so they still perform very similarly as their kind of as their fresh state. So we believe these gels, because it's actually we made it is with these spongy structures. So you can imagine like, like our kitchen, like sponge, right? So they are not only just lasting for a few days, but rather at least like a, a quite, a, quite a few weeks or even months. So these actually gels is mechanically also relatively strong. So they are able to hold their strengths for, for a certain period of time. 
So if for the longer testings, for the few testing, so we will see how long they can last. But I believe this is actually can be like with a sufficient kind of a shelf life. Wow. Now, I know you're an engineer and I know as an engineer, you know, you don't get something for nothing, right? Yes. So the, there's got to be some downside to this or some weakness. What is that? Yes, yeah, that's a, another great question. So t talking about potential challenging, one of the key is how you can expose these gel film with a very high surface area so to interact with water vapor. So one of the process we actually made them to host, right, to keep their hierarchical structure is by freeze drying. So freeze drying process is actually once the gel form, so you want to get rid of their, their original solvents that can be water, can be other organic solvents, but you wanted to maintain their hierarchical structure. So this structural step by freeze drying is actually kind of a, a, a more of the limiting factors in terms of scaling up. So if you just simply by drying them with the hot plates or with other means, so sometimes the structure they may collapse. So the, the freeze drying step probably will be a, a, a determination kind of step how like scalable the process is. So we are actually trying to to see whether there's other kind of process it can be used to maintain their microstructures of these gels to have the highest possible kind of efficiency. Mm -hmm. Are there other applications beyond drinking water? Because you're obviously making fresh water. Yes. You yeah. could grow plants with it, right? Yes, what, what exactly. Else could you do with it? So that was actually our um, uh, earlier idea. We actually, in uh, 2019, we published the first work on this SMAC gel. We call it super absorbent uh, mo uh, moisture gels. So that was our first generation of this smack gel that can harvest the water from the ambient air. But we also actually, uh, about two years ago, after our first work, we also turned that smack gel into so-called self-watering soil. So simply put is, you can turn whatever soil, even dry sands, to be able to self-water. So this actually concept is actually a demonstration that can potentially useful for sustainable agriculture. So this self-watering soil by incorporation chemically modified with our smack gel, this water harvesting gel, they are able to irrigate themselves and then without any additional water. So really that's our kind of a demo that these gel films, not only just for harvesting fresh water, but they can also be beneficial for the agriculture. Okay, so when are we gonna see this? Uh, self-watering soil is just, my mind is blowing. Here, <laughs> when are we going to see this type of material on, on the market or available? Oh, yes, you're right. So, all right. So, we actually are working with some of the, um, the industry partners and for like more of the few tests because in, in university lab, right, everything that is actually is in, in a lab scale. So, usually we work with limited amount of materials and we test it in more ideal lab kind of conditions. But when you're actually going out for like a few tests, right, and then it's kind of a really open to uh, different areas. So that's actually it's our, how we actually designing kind of the, 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 the um, additional experiments to work for uh, for the field tests. But we, we really hope is in the next few years, once we have more of these right. field tests, so we will have the idea what challenges remain for pushing them to be useful and actually let the customer can buy in a warehouse or actually kind of also for farmers they can use on their own. This is incredible. Thank you, Dr. Yu, for taking time to talk with us and keep us in your loop about what's happening, okay? Sure, yeah. Thank you for having me and look forward to more interaction and hopefully like society will see some of these products in the near future. Yeah, that looks like you've invented something really cool and useful. Dr. Gui Hai Yu, 
a professor of materials science and mechanical engineering at the University of Texas in Austin. Thank you, Ira.